Good morning, my friends. This is the Huddle Wisdom Podcast, where we talk about mental models that helps you to simplify parenting. Why? Because we live in a complicated digital world. There's tons competing for our kids' attention, noisy distractions, um, weird social media influences. How do you compete as a parent? So that's what the show is about. I hope it helps you out. My name is Dr. Devon Tan. I'm a youth forensic psychiatrist. And um, today I just wanted to share some thoughts with uh, those parents out there who feel uh, at, at a loss about what to do if they're adult children. You know, they've grown up and they might be making certain life choices that uh, that's not good for them. But it's difficult for parents of those adult children to to watch what's happening. And you might be one of those parents and you might feel like you have no power to exert your influence anymore. I just want to encourage you. Um, but first I want to acknowledge how difficult something like that can be. Uh, but I also want to tell you that um, the, the ship has not sailed off completely uh, into the ether, okay? There is still hope. As you know, I treat children and adults, and I have several patients who struggle with unhealthy habits of the sort that, you know, that doesn't, mm, shall we say, endear them to the rest of society. Um, I've ha I've had on numerous occasions counseled and consoled their parents who feel this sense of loss, not knowing how to help. They feel helpless, powerless. And indeed, some, some parents are taken advantage of. Um, whether the their children, the adult children, know it or not, you know, they, they do have... Uh, they, they fall into patterns of acting um, that sets up cycles of uh, abuse towards their, their parents. Whether they, uh, they know this or not is a different matter. But there's also patterns of um, parents feeling guilty to the extent that they then act in a way which they think is helpful, but it enables uh, unhealthy patterns to perpetuate. Um, and, and it hurts, you know, the parents that have a lot of insight into their circumstances know what's going on, but they feel unable to change it, and it hurts, it's very painful. Um, you know, and some, some parents that I see, they're so distraught, you know, they, they get verbally and sometimes physically abused even. Um, and some get fed up. They wonder if they ought to cut ties and let go. Understandably, none of us should have to put up with being bullied or abused, right? Even even if the perpetrator, like I said, is, is completely ignorant and unaware lacking insight into their own behavior. So, is it too late 
I would say I would ask, you know, too late relative to to what? It's never too late to reconnect. The ship might have sailed, but it's not all gone yet, okay? It is going to be hard work chasing it down, but it's never too late to re-establish connection. Why do you want to re-establish connection? Well, somewhere along the way, um, trust has been broken between uh, parent and child. When I say child, I'm talking about adult children. Um, actually, you know, I mean, children are children. Right? Once you're a child, you're always a child. Once you're a parent, you're always a parent. That never changes. Um, I was talking about uh, this dynamic with my sister the other day, actually. You know, when whenever I go back to visit my parents, I revert, actually, I, re <laughs> I regress, I regress into my adolescent self. And sometimes I, I give my parents a silent treatment when I'm upset with them. Very childish, right? I know what I'm doing intellectually, but emotionally, I, I feel like I can't help myself. Actually, I can help myself if I'm actually put in the effort to change my behavior. But that requires concerted effort <laughs> and um, awareness, self-awareness. <clears throat> so, you know, none of this is easy because we fall into these patterns of behavior that can be quite difficult to, to change because it's hardwired. Um, but it can be rewired, if I can put it in those sorts of terms. Um, so, look, uh, just to reiterate, it's never too late to re-establish connection. Connection is so important for trust to to um, uh, for for trust to be established. You need connection, and without connection, you're not going to have a conduit for communication. Okay. So before you do anything, it's important that you step back and work on connection. I'll talk about what I mean by this soon. But I'll also say that whether connection translate, translates over to improvement in well-being or behavioral change does depend somewhat on your context, uh, circumstances, uh, personality traits, and in many, in many ways also luck. The reason why I can say it's not too late is because, you know, we, we are all human beings, right? It's very rare for humans not to respond to connection of some sort. Uh, we all have a need to feel seen, heard, understood, validated. Like with my, my parents, for example, um, I give them the silent treatment. But if they're somehow able to suspend their offense or their defensiveness with me, um, and find a way to connect with how I'm feeling in the moment. Um, you know, to just validate and accept where I am at the moment. Um, my defenses come down, and um, I do open up. You know, um, it's weird talking. Uh, <laughs> it's weird talking uh, about my own behavior in this way. The reason why I say that is. Because, um, you know, it's not something that we naturally do in the heat of the moment. Um, when, when our emotions are sky high, we might have felt triggered or offended by 
someone, our parents, for instance, um, or you know, someone in our family. And, and like I was saying before, those old circuits they uh, they they get reactivated. Um, you know, it's part of the wiring. So. So it feels a bit strange to step back and try to rail against this hard wiring, but it's really important that we try and do this. Um, you know, it's really, really important, uh, and you 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 have to you have to do this a lot when you're a parent of an adult child uh, who's used to acting in a certain way. You know when has gotten themselves into a pattern of, shall we say, misbehavior or maladaptive behavior. And it, and it is triggering, um, but we have to do our best to try and suspend our usual uh, responses so that we can make way for connection to happen. We all have a need to be validated, to feel like we belong, like we matter, but I want to be straight that, you know, this still doesn't mean that children will do the right thing. But I would suggest that I, I do believe it tilts the odds uh, in your favor towards behavioral change. Um, but it's not going to be a walk in the park, as, they, as the expression goes. You know, uh, it's because ruptured, ruptured relationships leaves a big mess. And so... Some choice has to be made if you decide to try and reconnect. Um, you, you may have to resign yourself to the fact that it's not going to be easy. I'm sure I don't have to tell you that. Um, I'm sorry if that sounded um, uh, like I was, I'm telling your grandmother to suck eggs. Uh, but by the way, this is interesting. Uh, I, I had to look up what that expression meant because it was the you know it was only in New Zealand that I I I I came across that expression I, I had no idea what it meant I, I actually took it literally for a long time uh, but th let me tell you what it means We're telling your grandmother to suck eggs okay so what does it mean so I'm looking it up here okay so teaching your grandmother to suck eggs this is from Wikipedia Wikipedia by the way T teaching your grandmother to suck eggs is an English language saying that refers to a person giving advice to another person in a subject with which the other person is already familiar and probably more so than the first person. So I hope that what I'm telling you today uh, is not um, me teaching your grandmother to suck eggs, okay? Uh, I, I am quite aware of how much work, energy and pain goes into um, trying to reconnect with your adult child when they are um, not doing well, uh, off the rails, so to speak. Uh, but if you do decide to try to reconnect, um, you know, you're going to have to keep a few things in mind. And I hope what I'm about to to say is helpful. And I hope it's encouraging. Uh, I may not be able to... I, I may not um, 
be highlighting all the all all of the important points, but here are the most important ones that I think we should keep in mind, and I sincerely do hope it helps you. Okay, so the first is it's totally okay to be selfish. I don't mean selfish, I mean self-ish. You know, it's okay to look after yourself first. They're not little kids anymore, your, your grown-up children. They are grown-ass men and women, and they need to learn how to stand on their own two feet. Uh, I mean, you know those airline uh, announcements at the start of a, a flight, right? They, they say, uh, when the oxygen mask comes down, you're instructed to put the mask on yourself first, and then those more vulnerable, like your children. And I think most parents, your first in instinct is to put the mask on your children first, right? But in this case, when your children are grown up, uh, they are adults now. And it sounds a bit counterintuitive, maybe a bit paradoxical to say we have to fight the urge to um, instinctively look out for their interests first. In this case, no, you have to look after your own interest first. Having said that, I think you can do both. I think you can look out for their interest and your interest, but bear in mind that if you're not looking out for your interest, who is? And if you're um, out for the count because you don't have any oxygen, how are you going to help? Well, the answer is you can't. So it brings me to the second point. You need to guard your boundaries. Your adult children are fully grown as men and women. If they have not learned to understand boundaries yet, they have to learn now. So, you know, no more bending over, no more lending them money, etc. Is that a bit harsh? Yeah, maybe, maybe. But let me, let me ask you this. What benefit is it to them to keep rescuing them? In inverted commas. Is it hard not to rescue? Yes, it is. Of course it is. You're a parent. But they are grown as men and women. They have to stand on their own two feet doesn't mean it's going to be easy for them. It's going to be painful for you to watch. But they are adults. Yes, they are your children. But it's okay for you to be selfish and to guard your boundaries. Having clear boundaries doesn't exclude your emotional availability. Okay, You can still express to them how difficult life is going to be. Express to them how it feels for them to be alone. You validate that. You're going to allow them into your castle. Okay, but they're not going to have the princely privileges which they are used to. They have to earn their keep. Young squire. <laughs> but you can still provide them with the emotional connection and the willingness to be available because that can be incredibly healing, restorative, and it can renew things. But it involves, like I said earlier, uh, you trying, you separating um, yourself from those old circuits, those old 
hardwired patterns of behaving, responding, reacting. Reconnection also involves unconditional positive regard, which I've talked about in the past, on past episodes. It means accepting your child for who they are and what they bring to you in the here and now. It goes along with empathy, which is not the same as sympathy or agreement. You know, you, you have to be agnostic, but you can also be validating. And it's also important that you learn to shut up and listen. When I say that, I'm also trying to eat my own medicine, okay? It's very important that when we're trying to re reconnect or even indeed connect with someone, that we don't assume that we know where they're coming from, right? Um, we have to be agnostic. We have to learn to shut up and listen. And then only when trust has been established can you safely go about the work of being a little bit more directive, but not before reconnection. Once you have hopefully achieved that, you can then guide them towards the help that they do need. Okay, so that's probably enough for me today, my friends. And I think, in my view, that's probably enough to work on. There's a lot there. Um, but I encourage you to check out the, um, the other episodes on the podcast and my, the free resources that I have on the website. It's not just for ch uh, young children, it's also for adult children parents of, of adult children to um, uh, to benefit from. So I've got the uh, Empathic Connection Kickstarter. If you go to huddlewisdom.com forward slash Jedi Mind, you can download it. It's free. Uh, and I talk about this stuff in a little bit more depth. And if you find it helpful, please do share it with your friends or people that you think might benefit from it. Um, and tell them to sign up for it too. I'm sure it will help them out. And it will certainly help me out as well. So, hey, I, I really do mean um, the best for you and I hope you have a great week, my friends. Thanks for joining me on the podcast um, and I will catch up with you next time. Thanks. <laughs>